And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. Welcome, Slotion. Double Z here with my man, the Rufinator. Rufinator, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I, uh, Skype had the wrong camera picked up. Oh, my God. I think it's to do the same thing for me, maybe. Do you see me now? Can you hear me now? No, I do not. I can hear you. Yeah, there we go. There he is. Hey, look at that hat. <laughs> I'm all in, baby. When you bought that hat. Oh, shit. Well, now, fuck. There we go. All right. All right. There we are, Rufus. There we are. You're looking good, buddy. Looking real well with that hat. Thank you. What made you decide to wear that hat tonight? Uh, I saw it when I walked in my office and was like, oh, I should wear that. What was it? Probably was about a year ago that we were in Milwaukee seeing Tenacious D. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Or I have no idea, to be honest with you. Well, I don't either, but it sounded good. Like, why don't you look that up real quick and see if I'm even close to, to being right on that. Maybe it was August 3rd. All right, Tanae, just D, D. twenty twenty-two tour. Why don't you just look up Milwaukee? There you go. You're on a hard stop tonight. Here you are fooling around with. My computer's going real slow. I don't know. That's odd for a Mac, especially a brand new Mac. Oh, you got a brand new Mac? Well, it's a twenty twenty. What is it? Sixteen inches. Says, uh, oh no, that's last year. But we're looking for it last year. No, no, no. I mean, it, th- that one says this year. God, what? The internet makes everything so difficult. Zigzag. Do you want me to do this? Yes. Yes. God. How much <laughs> work can I do for this show? Rhymony. Uh oh. There it is. September sixteenth. <laughs> okay. It's pretty close, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Well, I wasn't close, but it sure felt like uh, July when we were there, did it not? Well, it's only two and a half months away. That's true. That's very true. I mean, so my I'm old. My days are it's like every month is like a singular day. Exactly. It almost seems like I mean, I know. What do you think it is that makes people feel that way? I mean, is it just that you've lived so many days that a day seems shorter? You've experienced so many days. I mean, or is it just why is it the more the older you get, it seems like the faster it goes? 
I had a math teacher explain this once, and I think she was just making shit up because um, we were eighth graders and couldn't call it bullshit. Say? She said, look, when you're a year old, a year is your entire fucking life. Right. When you're two years old, a year is 50% of your existence. Right. And when you get to be like 50 years old, one year is just a teeny tiny fraction. It I totally makes sense. Yeah. I don't think she was fucking with you. It, it now, does if you make were sense, too ignorant it? to latch onto that awesome piece of information, I feel sorry for you. Well, I did uh, fail Algebra 2, so. <laughs> Where is she now, I wonder? She's probably working at NASA. They're dead. I don't know. She was old then. So she's dead. So now how much of her life does under-the-ground make up? I guess 100%. Well, her, the rest of her life under the ground is eternity, I guess. I guess it is. Until, of course, until the reckoning or what do they call What does the Bible call it? I can't even remember right now. Uh, Revelation? Revelations, yes. Yes. We learned all about Revelations on last week's show, folks, if you want to turn in to last week and listen to it on our podcast. Because I'm telling you, Revelations is uh, probably the, I would say that it's an ass ass trip. The doomsday people are the ones that always focus on Revelations, right? There's not a lot of good part of Revelations. Revelations is like, this is what happens if you don't adhere to the Bible. Right, right. Right, you know, I wonder how many people are going like that's the Book of Revelations three fourteen. You don't really see that like uh, in stands at at sporting events. I don't think I don't those think people are into anything that's fun or good. <laughs> right, no, they're. I guess they're probably uh, spend a lot of their time handling snakes. They don't yeah. really have the time to to do that. Right. right, handling snakes, talking to other husbands in the cult, and letting them fuck their wives. Right. I mean, I guess if you're the head of the cult, did you watch that Koresh thing? Did you see Koresh on, was it on Netflix? I can't remember what channel it was on. No, I haven't seen that. That, that went down while I we were in the rotation, didn't it? I thought you told me to watch that for some reason. No, we, we talked about cults in the last episode, though. So it no, but you know, I was talking like a year ago. I probably watched it a year ago, but uh, basically David was in a pretty good spot. Well, he's the leader of a cult. He doesn't get yeah, yeah he like was getting to have sex with all the fucking dudes' wives, and the well, dudes were supposed to sit there cult. and take it. They could hear them pounding, going to pound town on their old lady. Just, to, I mean, they're the original cucks. Probably. Do you think you that he was a good performer and partner, or was he just like, man, get out? Of here. Why would he care, right? I mean, it's a cult. <laughs> he doesn't have to fucking live up to anybody's expectations, does he? No. He just would make up something from Revelations the next day and be like. I'm sorry, the four horsemen couldn't take it. Take you to Pound Town <laughs> last night. They were busy doing something else. Then it's and your, your fault. fault. But those guys, uh, in David Crush's uh, defense, they were, and, and those dudes' defense, they were only audio cucks. They didn't actually get to watch, but they could hear him uh, pounding their wives. Is that better or worse? Because then your imagination fills in the gaps. I don't know. You probably think of. David Koresh, like maybe really skinny and not giving her a good pounding, or are you or, thinking like he's looking like a Donald Trump character uh, that these trumpets put in their mind, and he's like some carved out like God holding an M16 blasting people away. I wonder if so many people were into Koresh that they kind of envisioned he was pounding them instead of the wife. That, that easily could be. Maybe that was the. Maybe that was some of the anger. I mean, I, truth be told, I think that David Crash would have been a better president than Donald Trump. Well, that's not saying much. I don't know that he was molesting anyone. I think that those women were doing it uh, willingly. That's true. That's true. For there, toilet there paper and a loaf of bread and a better seat at the table to eat the gruel. <laughs> a better seat above the table. instead of. I remember where I was when that place burned down. When was that? I was going to ask you that. It was in 1992, I think. April of 1992, maybe? Big can you look that up? Maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe it was August of 92. I can tell you right where I was, though. I was at the bar at the tavern at 12th and Lamar. What was the name of that cult? Uh, Branch Davidians. Branch Davidians. Disaster. Ooh, man. Wasn't it a big political issue? Oh, yeah, the it was government? like a first conspiracy, right? That the government went in and they, like, poked holes in the 
roof and started a fire. Remember, they were like, dude, you know how we know that? Because that's, that's all that Alex Jones showed on his fucking show for like four months when we were living together. It was 1993, and it's actually called the Waco Siege. The Siege. So watch that show. It was almost entertaining. And, you know, I just caveat, though, no nudity and no real pound townage. You have to go to Pornhub and look up Branch Davidian porn to see the real pounding. Is that in the director's cut? <laughs> yes, it is, for sure. That's, that's a whole other chapter that they're getting ready to unload on right now. Make me unload. Where do you remember where you were when that happened? Uh, Ninety-three is probably my uh, gap year before going to college. So what were you doing? Working at a pizza joint and watching Marble Falls. Waco Siege. Yeah. Where were you working? What pizza joint did you work at in Marble Falls? The Mr. Gaddy's. Oh, you worked. Oh, so it wasn't like some little mom and pop operation. You just jump both feet into the corporate side of, of pizza. I hear you. <laughs> it's the only pizza place in town. Was it really? Yeah, Marble Falls is a little bitty back then. I know, but usually there's like a little mom and pop there. Call your no. mom and dad to see what the little mom and pop that, was. Their daddy's ran them out of town. There's no like authentic <laughs> Italian shit. In daddy's like Texas. the Walmart of fucking pizza places running little mom and pops out of town. Man, my manager at that place, the first like real boss I ever had, man, that guy was a fucking trip. Why do you say that? And the uh, he was a chain smoker, cracked all kinds of inappropriate, disgusting jokes all the time. I, I loved working with the guy because he was hilarious, but uh, I don't think he'd survive the corporate world today. But I remember one time we're in the back, probably a fucking general vice president or something. Well, he he said we had the the office number, the office. It was a little desk like next to where we washed the dishes, you know. Right. It had a different number than the store. And I'm back there doing dishes or whatever with some other guy, and he's back there with a cigarette, and the phone rings, and he just picks it up immediately and says, uh, somebody's abortion clinic, you rape them, we scrape them. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was my dad calling to talk to me about something. Was it really? Yeah. Did you get in trouble for getting personal calls on the clock? I never got in trouble for anything there. Really? That's how cool a boss he was. I mean, not that I ever fucked around, but. So, what do you think he's doing now? Have you Facebooked him just to see what's up? No, no. but my uh, he actually turned out to be like longtime friends with my parents after I worked there. My mom said that he was now he literally he quit that job. Well, that fucking pizza place closed down, but he became what? A Mr. Gaddy's. Uh, Marble Falls couldn't su- support a Mr. Gaddy's. Well, they. Can support a lot of shit now. That's the problem. People have better taste because it's a bunch of rich people living there now. But uh, apparently, he actually became like a, a, a teacher and like a counselor or something. So I'm sure he was up to something. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. Sounds like a little bit of a confession on your end. Do you want to tell us about your trauma? <laughs> I don't know. We might be watching a Marble Falls siege pretty soon. <laughs> Was he giving you his six inch slice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was an uncut pepperoni. <laughs> Kosher, uh, uncured, all natural <laughs> yeah. pepperoni. All natural, 100%. <laughs> oh, my God, folks. How do we even do it on the show? Give us a call tonight. You know what? We're feeling a little randy. We even check some calls tonight, Rufus, if someone's man enough to call in or woman enough. Why the fuck not? All right, give us a call at 425. Oh, nope, that's the call-in number. My bad. 646-668-8826. I actually knew that number from the top of my head. That's 646-668-8826. Call us. Let us make you famous. Okay, we're waiting. Challenge. We're not going to say a word until somebody calls. Uh, Okay. Now, see if we can go the next 10 minutes without saying those two uh, letters formulated together that you were just talking about. Oh, I had oh, a good I... thing happen today. What's that? I uh, I haven't had a Subway sandwich in fucking years, maybe a decade. But right? I want something different, and I'm a sandwich guy, so it's like, ah, fuck it. I'll... I've seen they've sh- shaked up their menu. I'm going to give it a shot. So I ordered, did the online ordering. Ordered a, a six inch, right? 
they made me a foot long. Mm-hmm. Without charging me for a foot long. What? Yes. Did you do the right thing and tell them? And I was back because I picked it up. I went back to my office. So I was like, this bag's kind of hefty. And I opened it up. Sure enough, it was a full-on foot long. And I checked the receipt, and I was charged for the six-inch. BMT? No, I just got the one of their turkey things. What? BMT's good, though. How dare you? I saw this, and this is a big mistake. And if I was personally uh, at Subway, and obviously this is, a, this is a decision that comes from the top at Subway, okay? Mm-hmm. But they're going to start slicing their own meat. Right. Is anyone there skilled enough to do that? Oh, I, did, I mean, now, this is this is what I'm worried about. Now, have you ever been to a – name the other sub place. It's like a nationwide sub thing. Oh, God, what is God. the name of it? Jimmy John's, yeah. Jersey Mike's. No, no. Jersey Mike's. Blimpy. They actually tried to sh- cut the meat while you're ordering the sand- – when you order the sandwich – have you ever been to a Blimpy? That's what they do. I've never um, been to one, no. And it's a big mistake because it takes so long to get your sandwich. I mean, they're literally – say you get uh, – I don't know what their version of an Italian gourmet is, but you get an Italian gourmet. You have to sit there while this fucking guy gets out a fucking stick of salami, cuts off fucking eight slices, right, puts it back, gets out a fucking ham, cuts out fucking four slices, right, puts it back, Gets a fucking capicola, hits four slices or eight slices. Are you serious? That fucking unless these guys weren't doing it right, which maybe they weren't, because after that I could say that I went there over twenty years ago, and because of that experience, I have never been back. Well, you know what? I kind of had the same thought about Subway because I hate this whole stand in line and move down to be that, that, that. And then you got four people in front of you who don't know even what a fucking ingredient is, and they're black olives or black olives. Right. So I, I just I've got to the point where whatever it is, I just order it online and when I get a little bing, then I go pick it up. You're the problem with America. I'm the you, solution. You are the problem. How am I the problem? You're too good to interact with people. That's what you're saying. You're an isolationist. Yes. How does that make me a problem? I'm not out there being a problem. You own guns and now you're an isolationist. This is not good. And you're wearing a past blue ribbon hat. Red, white, and blue, baby. Right, yes. You're fucking locked and loaded and ready for trouble. <laughs> Next time I want you to do, just it's Texas, dude. Just go to fucking uh, Subway and stand around with your fucking AR stripped to your back and see, see if you can make some friends. I'll do that. I'll do that. I mean, I got to imagine you live in Killeen. Yeah. yeah. And the Air Force base is there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So is it unusual to see, like, fucking people just open carry all fucking day long? I mean, in Texas in general. No, I hardly ever see it. Because last night, you know, I'm on the planning commission for the village of Constantine, Michigan, where uh, my business is. And they're having a concert on Friday. The Incredible Johnsons are playing Friday. Ooh, are they the handsome gentleman? It's their first attempt at an outdoor concert, right? We're trying to get more excitement downtown. Okay. Right. It was just a little burg and a couple like twenty years ago they decided to like do a bypass around this little town on like the fucking busiest road in all of Michigan. That's how you and kill it, a town. Yeah, and it did. You know, they, they were all for it at first. Like, we don't want all this traffic in our town and then now they have empty storefronts in their town, except yeah. for a few pots. But um so they're having a little concert and we're talking about it last night in the planning commission and the chief of police is like, well, what we're going to have to do is put up some kind of, because we're going to do it, what they call social district, too, where you can, like, go, you can buy a drink at a restaurant, right? We shut down the street. You can buy a drink at a restaurant, and you can walk around to the yeah. shops and stuff like that. I and love he's that. Like, I don't know what we're going to do. So they had to have some signs made up to fucking tell people that were open carrying that they can't bring fucking guns down to this thing. Okay. <laughs> that's how many nutty people are in Michigan, like Michigan militia people, right? Michigan's a very blue state, but there is like a segment of Michigan that is very fucking That's crazy. Well, wait, wait, why are you still committed to all that? I thought you took a hike from that biz. I'm starting another business in the same town. Oh, cool. I didn't know where your new thing was going to be. Remember I was saying we were going to do a pre-roll business. 
Yeah, it didn't occur to me that you'd have to do it in that state, too. Right. Well, I don't have to, but I have a good opportunity with one of the other guys that runs a, a farm in that town. Yeah. Right. Let me see a funny picture. Oh, I can't. My phone. But he just sent me a picture. He has 30,000 outdoor plants growing right what now. 30,000. That's crazy. That's why I'm saying, man, it was right for me to get out of the cultivation game. You can't compete with that. Because their fucking sunlight and air conditioning are free. Yeah, yeah. Right? So he grows 30,000 pounds, might get three pounds of fucking uh, a plant finished, right? That's 100,000 pounds of weed. That's amazing. And, I mean, he'll charge $300, $400 a pound for it. God damn. But, but he's going to get into doing this. But anyways... So he has a warehouse there, and when he found out that I had quit my other job, he called me up and was like, dude, what are you going to be doing? And I said, I'm thinking about doing a pre-roll business. And he goes, look, you can work out of my fucking spot there in Constantine. We want to be partners with you. We know that you know this business. We're going to fucking work something out. So right. that's going to be doing. That is cool, cool as hell, man. It is. But I'm also going to do that, uh, the backup plan, which is the storage thing with the laundromat oh yeah yeah cool cool but that's awesome yes i actually have another i mean i'm going to do a lot of stuff i think rufus i think we need to get some of our songs tuned up i would love to like go into a studio and like do them for real with a real guy who's like yeah let's see what we can do maybe we can hire rick rubin (laughs) (laughs) okay maybe maybe rick rubin does some kind of pro bono maybe he's obligated to do some pro bono work yeah, maybe. There's no reason that Rick Rubin shouldn't think we're totally fucking badass. Are songwriters on strike, too? Because I'll scab. That's a good question. You know what? They had that show Scrubs. Maybe we should do a show called Scabs. Scabs. Where we that fucking would be a good show. In the line, writing crappy material, but the fucking people at the, at, uh, the corporate office have to take it. They but take then we decide to go on strike, and every fucking corporation... Uh, goes under because we, they don't have us, they're not feeding from our nipple scabs yeah, really. go on strike <laughs> the scabs yeah. unionized but wait scabs on strike we would be scabs we would like go on strike as scabs oh wow we'll strike as scabs right okay that's meta not going we're we're striking maybe they would strike pay us but i mean look as of today right writers are out on uh, on strike. So and actors, I saw. Oh so no! So look, if there's a fucking head of a studio out there, six four six 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 eight 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 two six. Get this in spades while you can, because this fucking show and us, me and Rufus, we're gonna be a hot commodity in no fucking time. Mark my words. Yeah. I want you to check the Hypersloth email because I got a feeling that they're probably gonna be coming at us from email and not calling us because they don't want their competitors to know they might might crash the server i'll have to upgrade the account what about your voiceover actors what's what's going on there i mean is there is that drama i don't know i don't give a fuck about that anymore i don't don't actively do that at all unless somebody emails me he's like hey i'll give you 70 bucks to do this so you don't have you're not like employing people to do that for you anymore oh you mean that thing no i got that fuck down it was such a hassle i just shut it down really yeah I thought it was a nice little gig you had going on there. Is there too much no. time? To- you know what the yeah. problem? You know what the problem with running a voiceover agency is? The people who do voiceovers. Because they are some stingy, entitled motherfuckers and lazy and don't get shit done on time. And then Sounds you're like you're talking time. about actors. Same thing. Is the big corporation right? Uh, maybe. Tell me, tell me your worst experience. I'll tell you my worst experience by hiring an outside person to do some graphic design for me through one of those kind of agencies, right? Mm-hmm. Like we were running. Her name was Julie, right? And we worked on a little, I, I had her work on one small flyer, right? And she seemed like she was really nice at first. Of course, I never met her. I only talked to her through email. Yeah. But um, then she kind of was having personal issues, of course, in the four days that we worked together somehow. Why would and you she couldn't do that? the job. She couldn't finish her work. And I said, okay, send me the work that you have done thus far. I'll fix it, right, because I do know how to do design, and I'll pay you. 
right? Mm-hmm. I'll just pay you for, I'll pay you what I promised you. Just send me the fucking thing so I can update it and get it out. Yeah. And she like had a full on nervous breakdown and she was fucking texting me and going bonkers. She's like, I don't know what you're trying to pull here. I'm like, I'm not trying to pull anything. I just want that work because I'm, I need to turn it in with a deadline and I'm offering to pay you everything I owe you. And you didn't even finish the fucking job. And she's like, I'm talking about her dog, that her significant other had moved out on her, and she's just trying to pick up the pieces. Like, I'm, like, there. Like, I've talked to you five fucking times, and I don't know anything about your personal life. And I don't want to. Cause you, shouldn't. Like you shouldn't. shouldn't. She should keep her fucking trap shut and do her job. On Facebook, though, she was kind of hot. Mm, vulnerable. you got to forgive a lot of craziness if she's hot. <laughs> no, well, she wasn't that hot, trust me. Oh. But so now tell me what, and this, I mean, so after that, I never even bothered getting someone from an agent or like an outside saying, I'm like, it's just not worth it. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, it, it was just like almost every other gig uh, because I ran the agency, right? right. So yeah. I had like 200 voice people. We get it. Use. You're important. We we get it. I'm not I that mean, fucking important. I shut it down. I don't want to be that important. Let's hear it, though. Okay, so. Well, it's just this would happen all the time. A client would order something, and it's it's all automated in the website, right? You you do an order, you upload your script, it notifies the talent, they do it. As soon as they turn it in, the payment's already made. It's just the the talent they wouldn't fucking do it. I get an angry email like three days after it was supposed to be turned in, and be like, "Where's this? I ordered this three days ago, and now I got to follow up with the fucking talent." They're like, I didn't see it. Or I even had one that was like, oh, yeah, I saw it, but I disagreed with the content, so I just refused to do it. I'm like, you can't fucking tell me that? Right. So you didn't – you weren't like the agency. You were just letting it go direct to the to the talent. You should know better, Rufus, as a businessman. No, it was the agency. That's the problem. I, I know, but the- I'm saying, but you didn't, you didn't call them up when you got a thing and be like, hey, I need this done by blah, blah, blah. You let them see the shit from the – Straight from the horse's mouth. No, it was set up so that the I client... I understand what you're saying, right. 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 I they, wouldn't know what to go. They would just be like, I need a, with one of those pull-downs, like, I need a English-speaking male with a sports voice. I mean, did you have a bunch of drop-downs to get it to yeah, the right yeah. person, or how did you do it? Yeah, it was a whole forum. You fill out exactly what you need. You give instructions. You upload a script. You enter a, a deadline, and you submit it and pay for it, and it kicks off an email to the voice talent and they get it and so they know and some of them were on the fucking game you know some voice talent would just do it and they'd get it done on time right the problem was the few that didn't just made it made your a life a living hell yeah. yeah you have to get them to sign something right and I'm sure they would in your terms and conditions yeah. saying that if they don't get it done on time right that you can sue them well I just don't pay because they don't do it on fucking time. They don't get the gig. They don't get the money. And even even if they uh, they do it and it sucks because the client would get three free retakes, right? Right. And sometimes the talent would be like, well, I did it, I did it once. I'm not going to do it again. I'm like, well, you fucking find the deal. says you got to do three. So God, you ain't getting fucking money. So how do they – but do they know which person they're picking? Because on your website they could listen to, let's say, Joe Schmo's read of another script. And I know yeah, you had the four or something on there, right? Yeah, the yeah, talent, they, you know, they had a their headshot or whatever and their description and, and a, a d- audio demo. So Did you use the headshot? Thing. Did you have your headshot on there? Uh, I had mine, and it was a totally fucking stupid gay-looking photo. <laughs> were you wearing were, your jaunty hat or your tinfoil? Yeah, one of those tiny little fedoras. Yeah. I didn't even know what the, where that came from. It was, <laughs> I actually like that picture of you. It was something I had to do, and I worked at Frames Direct because they had me like do a bunch of YouTube shit, and uh-huh. that's where it wearing out. a jaunty hat. Yeah, it's, it's that's what my wife calls it—a jaunty hat. I hate those tiny fedoras. <laughs> Look up jaunty. Teeth. I'm not even sure what that means. I think I know. I think it's comical in its entirety. I mean, I don't know, jaunty. Jaunty is like fun and and uh, whimsical. I'm going to oh, say yeah. whimsical. Here you, there go. you go. I don't know. This is kind of us. We're jaunty. It says, having or expressing a lively, cheerful, and self-confident manner. <laughs> there you go. You were definitely wearing a jaunty hat. <laughs> you got to be pretty confident to wear a little fedora. Like 
so long ago, and the first thing she said is like, oh, it looks like he's wearing a jaunty hat. Ah, and you're still using that picture. That might be the gold of it. God, that had to be 15 years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely 25 pounds ago. <laughs> well, luckily you grew a beard. Or did you have a beard in that picture? I think I, I did, but it was even gayer looking. Oh, I don't know that that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I should have wiped the jizz off of this one. First. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you had uh, some sausage for dinner. So, you guys getting a massive heat wave down there, or what's the scoop? Yeah, it's fucking miserable. And more miserable than it was two weeks ago? Uh, last week was pretty good. It was only like double digits, but now it jumped back up in the triple digits, and I think today was like 110. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and that's fucking rough. I mean, normally... It's how many air conditioning trucks in your neighborhood today? Do what? Do what? I said, how many air conditioning trucks in your neighborhood today fixing people's fucking ACs? Oh, God. Who fuck knows, man? I'm sure many are going way overpowered. The AC in my office, it, it stops. It freezes up by about 3 or 4 in the afternoon. No shit. You know what you need uh, to clean? That means you need to clean the evaporator coil. I don't know what that is. and it, My landlord can do that shit. Well, tell him. I mean, he probably, because that's running up your electricity. <laughs> It's super easy to do. Maybe he just needs to change the fucking filter. It's ice cold until then, but when the it, it's just going to work so hard to offset the 105-degree heat. trying really hard to pull air, though, it sounds like. Trust me, dude. I've replaced every fucking piece of equipment <laughs> on my air conditioner and my heater. All from YouTube. Thank you, YouTube. I'm still limping along a 20-year or a – wait a minute, 1986. God a damn. 20-year-old air conditioner and – and heater, gas, gas uh, furnace. And I've replaced every fucking part, dude. I shit you not. And you know what? It hasn't cost me that much money. I, I probably have $600 into the whole thing. And that's replacing every fucking fan, half the fucking induction motors, right? The, 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 this thing's so old that there is no, like, uh, what do they call that? Motherboard, right? There's not even yeah, one yeah. of those. It's all wires and shit. I'm I mean, I'm pretty proud of myself for being able to do that, honestly. You should start a company doing HVAC. You know what, dude? Trust me, I've thought about that, for real. And if <laughs> I could get around better, I probably would. Because those guys make – the reason I did it is because one time a guy came out to, to do something to it, and he was here like 40 minutes, and I knew he was doing something to it that he didn't need to, oh. and he charged me 800 bucks. God damn. Right. I mean, call a place, dude. They're not coming out for less than 500 bucks. I'm sorry. They're just not going to do it. Jesus. They're not. Any place. But, I mean, and then I was at my other office, and the heater wasn't working. It turns out it was a broken wire. I figured out the broken wire before the guy showed up, right? Actually, no, the guy showed up. He was calling his boss because he was saying that it had a broken uh, heat exchanger. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's why that's not working. They're probably never going to get to work. And I'm like, no, dude, that's not what it is. I said, it was just fucking working. So he calls out his boss, his manager, to come take a look, right? And while his manager's on his way, I fucking find a broken wire. And I'm like, dude, let's hook that fucking wire back up and see if this thing fires up. And the wire was like right in front of the guy. I mean, it probably was broken when he got there, but he knew that that's what it was. Oh, so it, he fucking. He wasn't going to do it. And I'm like, well, I'll strip down the wire and hook it back up. He's like, Ugh. so he did it because I said, I'm not paying you, right? If you're not going to fix my thing, I'm not going to pay you. I was being a dick, but they were being rude. So the manager comes, right? And I just want to hear what the guy says. So he comes in. He's the service manager, okay? But he's really not. He's the sales guy. Oh, no. And he's like, well, you know, I don't know if this one's going to be worth fixing. He seems to think it has a broken heat. He's like, no, it doesn't have that. And he's like, it'll be about thirteen grand. Thirteen grand? Yeah. And I'm like, no, I said I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Well, uh, you know, we came all the way out here. I said, dude, while you were on your way here, I found a fucking broken wire on this thing that this guy was going to ignore. And you're out here trying to sell me a thirteen thousand dollar fucking heater in the air conditioning unit. I said that's fucking bullshit to run a business like that. And dude, they fucking packed up their shit, walked out the door. They didn't even fucking charge me. But he didn't do anything, right? He really didn't do anything. Wow. Yeah. So that's the kind of scumbags those fucking guys are. So if you started an honest one, you probably could make decent money. But you know how you – what you have to do is call yourself something Christian, I've noticed. Like, 
the Christian uh, uh, car places, right? Like a place that's a mechanic, and they're like, "Tis God is our Savior, undivine mm-hmm. whatever, and for wrenches and hammers, right? The Book oh, yeah. of Wrenches and Hammers, uh, yeah. eight and fifteen. But so, and you're supposed to go, no, that guy must be honest. He has, he's thinking like he's a fucking Christian. To me, those are the mis- dishonest people there are. Of course. Gee, big surprise there. You should. What you should do is start an HVAC company, hire three other guys, and tell yourself the Four Horsemen. Oh, I like it. You could be the Revelation Christian. We could have like ice on one side and like yeah. hellfire on the other side of our thing, and that's Four Horsemen riding up to save the day by quelling the ice and the fire. That commercial writes itself. The Four Horsemen of the Airpocalypse. Oh, I like it. I like it. I mean, that's. It's almost an endless supply of puns that you can do. I mean, what else have fire and brimstone, right? Fire Isn't it right there? <laughs> Not sure what brimstone is, but fire is kind of like heating and air conditioning for sure. Yeah. yeah. What is brimstone? Any idea? No clue. Are you looking it up? Of course I am. Let's take a guess about what brimstone is. I, to me, it just sounds like some kind of flattened stone. I don't know. Brim. Is it supposed to be hot itself? I don't know. I'm curious. Maybe it's supposed to be cold. Oh, there, apparently there's a movie called Brimstone that's overtaking everything. <laughs> hey, All you right, see it's on the screen behind me? That was my second Grateful Dead show. No shit. Yeah, I found it on YouTube. Brimstone. Brimstone. Oh, oh, Brimstone oh, is sulfur. Really? Yeah. That's it? That's not very exciting, is it? No, it's actually kind of disappointing. Is sulfur a stone? I thought it was like a powder. Sulfur is a... Gas. Yeah, it is a gas, right? Or can it be all things? Probably. Hang on, I'll just, I'm going to do it. I don't like search. that. I don't find something more religious brimstone. I need something a little more with a little more bite. What is, what brimstone, is brimstone in the Bible? The association of sulfur with divine retribution is common in the Bible. So, like egg farts, like God egg farting on people. Yeah. yeah. He 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 doth smite you with egg farts. <laughs> Did you see where I guess, dude? Can we watch this on the show that we can play Jeopardy? But I don't. I haven't seen this, but I heard <laughs> that it, Robert Kennedy Jr.'s. Like some speech he was doing. I saw a headline. Like, just like yes, I, I, I want to see what this is about because I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm interested to see if uh, if it is. So I'm going to share my screen with you. Yeah, we're going to look up. I want to see it too. But, look uh, up RFK's fart party or whatever it was. Fart party. He's a nut, dude. He's a nut. Yeah, yeah. That guy should be fucking fine. Yeah, I would say that if I was the president, I would lock him up. But that's not like being a Nazi or anything like that. Okay. Well, we RFK fart. I mean, it should be RFK Jr. fart. Got to come up pretty fast. RFK Jr. fart. President devolves into screaming. Let's see. A thunderous fart wrecked an RFK Jr. event. <laughs> I like Mother Jones. Let's see if Mother Jones has the video. Is it on? Surely it's on video, right? Please tell me it's on video, Rufus. Wait, so he was like giving a speech and somebody ripped a big one? So they were arguing, I think. Oh, my God. Okay, here we go. Wait. Screaming and polemic farting. Polemic farting. Polemic, whatever the hell that means. Please, please, let's do this. No, here he is spouting some kind of fucking nonsense. Hold on. He's a he's Democrat, a Democrat right? right? Yeah, but he's really not. He's a I know. Frigocrat basically means he's a, a hardcore right Republican. As far as right. He's went so far left that he's come back around right. We call that a circle jerk. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I like that. Explodes in war of words and farting. 
Tell me it's on video. There's the guy that farted, I'm guessing. <laughs> wow. Former Gossip Commons Doug Osher became enraged about climate change, calling it a hoax. Oh, no, the other guy was the one that lost his shit. Tell me it's on video. How? If they're just reporting it, did it even happen if they don't have it on video? You cannot have the word fart in your headline and not have a video. No, I mean, that's ridiculous. Or at least least audio. No, no, Rufus. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. donor gala turned into farting war. Come on, Jezebel. Don't let us down. No, Rufus. Please. You know what? It's like revelations just happened right in front of us. It it failed because there is no God. Because there is not this video of farting on fucking... The fart war. It, it's like, like, <laughs> well, okay, war of farts, though. So it's like one guy fucking rips them, and then the other guy fucking... Let's see. As the, as the argument escalated, a dinner guest resorted to a unique tactic. He let out a long, prolonged fart while exclaiming, <laughs> I'm farting! <laughs> Is this a movie? <laughs> what in the world? Yeah, so it, it, what really makes me curious is that farts is plural. That's what I mean. Oh, man, what? Here, let's hear. Hold on a second. Let's hear what these people say. Is this not going to work? All right. Uh, they were these guys thought they were gonna be funny about it, so I'm glad that it didn't turn on Toucher and Rich. We were, oh, we're on some radio station. Shit. Jesus Christ! One of those morning zoo shows. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> we need to do it. I'm gonna try to do that this week. Let Let us do our voiceover. I hope you still have it for the goat, right? Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> uh huh. I still got it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if not, we probably we have the episode, so we go back from the episodes and listen to it because we practically did the take. Right there, yeah. if I recall correctly. You but I would love to do that and send it to fucking uh, Copper Radio. We should. we should. We should. I don't It take us five minutes to do that. Like I said, if we go back, I'll go back and see if I can find that episode because it's pretty much already done. I think we were doing live takes and pretty much nailing them. Yeah, yeah. we did. We're pros. We are pros. I mean, I always forget that. You know what I mean? I don't know why. I, I, I do lack some self-confidence, I think. It's imposter syndrome. Is what it's, they call it's that. not though. It's the opposite. It's posture syndrome. Look, I got. Oh, I got it. Thanks to show notes, I know exactly oh, which really? episode it is. Episode four oh nine, February eleventh, twenty twenty three. There you go. Topic: Topper Radio and Saint Ed's. All right. Done. Done. I'm going to go back and I'm going to peel out that little piece. What, what, what awesome. was the date again? Tell me the date. February eleventh. February 11th of this year. Show 409? 409. We're going to get down and dirty with Hopper Radio. They'd be idiots not to use it, by the way. I'm afraid they might be idiots, though. I am, too, because they even have trouble getting us. I do think someone tried to breathe new life into Topper Radio, though, because their Instagram page had, like, five posts. It's all about meetings. Probably on their summer hiatus. But I expect Topper Radio to come back super fucking strong in September. With the help of Hyperstore. That's what I'm going to say. Let's hope that they come back strong with and because of Hyperstore. Well, then we will monetize Hyperstore. We will, we will, let's make our break by using our old college radio station that didn't even exist when we were there. I think that's our end. I, can it hurt? No. Because I, look, you start out with 100 kids at St. Ed's that are cool that might listen to Beer's Food or any of our songs, right? Yeah. And yeah. it spreads to their friends. Then it spreads to their friends. Then we're selling out fucking Madison Square five nights in a row. Or at least, at least the uh, Moody Theater. 
I will, I will not live until we have done the equivalent of a Taylor Swift tour. Have you seen her merch lines, dude? She's going to make insane. half a billion dollars on this fucking tour. By herself. Her you own personal thing. You know what's you strange? Know? It's like with her, maybe it's just because I don't involve myself with a lot of stuff. I, I, I can't tell you the last time I heard Taylor Swift on the radio, on the TV, or anywhere. Like, what? I only hear about it because my wife and daughter, they're not. My wife has turned into a Swifty by watching all the Swifty, like, mania. I guess I would call that Swift mania, like Swift Beatle mania. mania. Yeah. But, uh, so she's been, she's more of a Swifty than ever. Damn. Right? And my daughter, she really, she knows it just because she's that age. Right, your son? Maybe he knows. What if you? I guess they don't listen to the radio anymore, though. Remember, it used to be like you would have to hear songs like that because you would have to listen to the radio, right? And you kind of were held hostage to what you could hear. Now you're held hostage because the algorithm gives you what it thinks you want. And how you? I was just going to ask you, what do you think that? Okay, on future musicians, right? You're getting to listen to nothing but what you want to listen to, right? Which you right, think right. you want to listen to nothing but that, right? So you say, right. I love this. I love this. I love this. I'm only listening to this. But I like to think, like, as being a songwriter myself, and you might be able to resonate. This might resonate with you. Is like even hearing things that I normally wouldn't listen to, I don't even right, care right. if it was, like, Key Hall, right? Yeah. Buck Owens or any of that stuff. I was, I feel like I was affected by it. You know what I mean? Even if sure. I didn't listen to it over and over and over again, you might hear one note or one run that resonates with you or a certain song style that sticks with you. And if you're just listening to, say, you listen, say you listen to nothing but um, Van Halen, right? You right, just, right. Because I know you're a big Van Halen fan. You listen nothing but that. Do you think you could write something that is outside the realm of sounding like Van Halen, or do you think you kind of force yourself to write just like Van Halen? I think you would be locked in to writing that because you would have no other influences. Right. So I am right, as usual. Thank you. Thank you for uh, Stephen Hawking for saying that me and Rufus are smarter than you. We yeah. all knew it to be true. Well, Rufus. it's true because even with YouTube, like I, I miss the days of in YouTube where you had to actually search for something because now I log in and it suggests all these things that are tightly fucking wound around whatever – Four things I watched before. Whatever you searched for five years ago. Yeah, but you used to discover things, and now everything's just being shoveled into you like a fucking giant meat bag. Like it's just going to be a big old meat bag. I was telling my daughter uh, the meat bag, the Hypersoft meat bag theory the other night, and she said, absolutely. She said, that's absolutely where headed. Yeah. Right? Someone just drop or drive a truck up and dump off your fucking slurry that's going into the fucking thing on the side of your neck. It'll be, It'll like, be like a big propane tank in the back of your house. <laughs> right, yeah, why slurry. does it have to have any flavor? Oh. Probably won't be good, right? Why would it be good? No reason for it to be. This will only be able to grow the stuff that it takes to make gruel. It'll bypass your – it'll pump directly into your stomach. and then Right, yes, exactly. Yeah, it's just a tube in your stomach and a tube out the other side. Why even take time to shit? Right? They'll try to close up. Have a tube going out. Right. Why not? Into another tank. And yes, into the tank that they take to feed the pigs. Or Well, I guess pigs are dead by then because we didn't need them anymore. <laughs> because we're eating potash. Yes, potash. Well, I mean, really, you just need the nutrients, right? We'd probably just be a nutrient drink. Like, a, it wouldn't have to have any flavor or yeah. consistency. It just need to be a delivery system. But by then, we also did already figure out, though, that we would be vaping whatever flavor of food that we wanted, so we wouldn't even have to we, we wouldn't have to deal with that. We would be enjoying the vape flavor of food. We'd have to fill that gap, yeah, because people want the flavor. So they would just have the shit pumped directly into their gut, and then whatever they wanted that slurry to taste like, right. they would just vape that flavor. Yeah, they could just they could just fucking vape and slurry all day. I mean, really? the slurry could be the same fucking grade C slurry that everybody gets, but they're, you know, they got a Wagyu steak. Right. Hey, ooh, that slurry's good. I was thinking right now that if I wanted to make, like, because this new thing, I'm going to do pre-rolls, but we'll also get into packaging, like, carts and stuff like that, flavored carts. 
is like a uh, a Thanksgiving one. And really, the, the only thing into a Thanksgiving flavor is like sage. What about right? cranberry? Our cranberry would be a good one. Yeah, we could do a little double tanker. Pumpkin? Pumpkin, pumpkin pie? Pump, well, of course we'll have pumpkin spice. There you go. How yeah, you I can have that. But I'm saying, like, make it taste like real food instead of sweet food. That'd right? Like, awesome. like a Thanksgiving dinner. Because the people that are smoking on their things, they're going to want savory foods, too, not just not just sweet foods. I've I never, I mean, obviously I'm not in the trenches like you, but I've never heard of any kind of vape or cannabis product that had a savory right, flavor no. profile. It does not exist, but we're going to make it. Sage is one of those flavors that, you know, dress sage dressing. That's a big thing yeah. that people have, uh, you know, or breakfast sausage, right? That's sage flavored, Ooh. is it not? Yeah, I would you do a wake and bake flavor. It's fucking breakfast sausage and syrup. <laughs> yeah. With sage and maple. Wow, that's good. I mean, it might work. Why wouldn't it work? We're going to find out. God damn it, we sure are. Can I be Can in I the be test the- group? I want to find out. Yeah. Yes, you can. Because I'm Absolutely. a savory guy. I love savory. You need savory. to be honest. You can't just say it's delicious because you're high. Well, wait, wait. Yeah, that would be the wake and bake flavor. <laughs> Make it taste like a McGriddle. Considering wake and bake is a term, considering wake and bake is a term, I'm surprised nobody's tried that yet. Because they didn't have the visionary that is the double Z on their team, bro. Going next go. level. I'm thinking five, six years out. That's what I've kind of figured out with us, right? We're five or six years out. Everything that we come up with is eventually figured out, like, in five or six years. We're just a couple years ahead of our time. So we need to track one down and do, like, 18 months, and we do it ourselves. You see, you're so half-hearted in your efforts. You must yeah, love yeah. your job. That much I can say. Do you love your job, Rufus? Do I love my uh... – I'd rather just be independently wealthy right? for, for no reason and with no effort. So tonight, I would say buy a lottery ticket because I think the or tomorrow night the Powerball is like a half a billion dollars. Is it not? Or did somebody win? I'm there. I'm going to win it. I'm going to win it, and I will give you $100,000. That's my, it. That's all you would give me if you won the Powerball. What's that? That's all you would give me if you won the Powerball. All right. Okay. You're right. I would give you more than that. I would put you on my payroll for life. Look, I got a minimum. If you want me to stop calling you weekly and begging for money, you got to hit a minimum. And you get that minimum, and I'm done. No way. No way, dude, because then we would never do the show. If you were rich, we would not be doing the show. Bullshit. We'd be doing the show even more. I think that you would pull up stakes on the show and probably move to some island because you're an isolationist, and we would never, ever do the show again. You'd be like, ugh. Because deep down you know that this show is your ticket to riches, but you, I'm afraid if you hit that mark, you might decide that you're getting out. You're out of your fucking mind. If I was independently wealthy, I'd do I'd do nothing but this show. I'm telling you right fucking now. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Uh, I saw a thing. You know, uh, I think I sent you. I might have sent it to you. Do you ever check the stuff that I send you on Instagram? Um, some, I'm not on Instagram very much. I'm going to have to ask yeah. you to put on notifications so you can see the very important things that I'm sending you to Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Well, text them to me. Because that's like a whole other step on my end. Why should I have to do that? And I can just <laughs> forward them to you under one of your many names. I see you're like, you're, uh, you're uploading products to Instagram and Twitter, yet product. you just won't check the inbox. You Twittered something just yesterday. If no, I, I didn't, correct. what are you talking about? You didn't? No. I don't oh, know what it was. Oh, yes, you're talking you about Twitter. I thought you were about Instagram. Well, I mean, why don't you just set up so it, like, delivers it all to all three at the same time? Well, Instagram's for pictures. It's not. It's for small stories, too, Rufus. Uh, fuck the stories. Instagram is, like, way better, honestly. It's like TikTok for, and you don't have to give it up to China. Yeah. yeah, all that shit fucking annoys the fuck out of me. I just go on Twitter because it's all text. So I can throw a fucking snark grenade and get the fuck out and not give a shit. <laughs> on Twitter? Yeah. Are you getting in a lot of arguments on Twitter? No, I just speak my mind and people don't fucking <laughs> like it. You just preach? I just give people the truth they can't handle. That's what Rufus is busy doing. Not my yeah. fault that you can't handle it. 
It's true, though. I watched uh, Cuomo last night, right, on News Nation, which is supposed to be unbiased news, but it kind of is. I blew my buddy's mind the other day. He's a hardcore fucking Republican, right? And I said, I want you to do something, because he's always bashing, like, NPR and PBS, right? Left-leaning. I'm like, they're not left-leaning. They have no reason to be left-leaning. The reason being, they don't have advertisers, right? Right, right? If you don't have an advertiser, you don't have to pick a side. I said, the problem with your thing is, you guys are always wrong, right? You're always doing something untoward. Because I said, yeah, I want yeah. you to Google this, because we're talking about NPR, and I'm like, NPR has honestly been judged as probably the most honest and unbiased news source in the United States, right? I believe it. I believe it, for sure. And, and so he Googles it, and he's like, all the ones that came up, he, he, he Googled un, most unbiased news, right? And the stuff that came up was like NPR, uh you know, BBC, Reuters, yep, Associated yep. Press, right, and, you know, MSNBC, and his head about fucking exploded, right? And he's like, this isn't true, this isn't true. I'm like, why? I'm like, you have to realize, dude, just because what you see, he's like, where's the right-leaning ones? I said, this, there is no right-leaning ones, dude. <laughs> this is unbiased news. Unbiased. That's right? what that fucking couldn't means. couldn't figure that out. And he said, why is the Fox News on here? I said, dude, because it's totally fucking Right, right, fucking garbage. Yes, and he's like, shut up after that, because it blew his mind. Right, he thought, right-leaning. And I'm like, no, there is real news, right? There is news. It's called called objective news. Right, and I said, the problem with your perception is that the the truth that you don't want to hear is left-leaning. That's that's how they have it figured in their brains, Mm -hmm. right? I don't want to hear it. It's left-wing politics. Even though, yes, actually, he said, what are they basing on it? And I said, the fucking facts. They're basing it on the facts, right? No, they're left-wing. I'm like, no. They're calling them unbiased because they're fact-checking the news that they report. And he just could not wrap his head around it. Wow. Do you think he made some headway with this guy, or is he just – You know what's funny is he says he's a fucking staunch – Republican, and he has no reason to be. He doesn't go to church. He's not married. He doesn't, you know what I mean? He's not going to give a shit about abortion or whatever. He's on unemployment right now. You know what I mean? So, that's not very yeah. Republican. But it's not. You're right. Bootstraps. But, I mean, I love the guy dearly. But it's, you know why? He, and I asked him, I said, why do you think you're a Republican? Because he's a big softy. He's a fucking big pot smoker. He plays the drums. Right? He loves his cats. He loves his dog. He's the craziest person I've ever heard of. And the whole deal is, I said, why, why are you, what makes you think you're a fucking Republican or a conservative? And he's like, well, I started watching Fox News, you know, and I'm like, why did you start watching Fox News? He's like, well, I was asking somebody what news I should be watching, and they told me Fox News like 20 years ago, right? Now he is fucking a, a nutty fucking repub. It's a, Fox News and, is hardcore drugs. I through him all the time. I'm always like, dude, you know, he's like, I like Donald Trump's attitude and all that stuff. I said, that's great, dude, that you think of him like that. I said, that doesn't make him presidential material. Right, exactly. Right? I mean, I'm like, I like your attitude, but I want you as president. No, would you want to be president? Absolutely not. I like you know, Donald attitude. He's going to pardon himself. <laughs> I mean. That's what he's planning on doing, and he's telling them that, and they don't care. It's insane, dude. I did. I looked up this thing yesterday, and then we'll, we'll get on to playing the game. But how? I Hitler, I got, I'm out I, in a minute. What is it? What did Hitler do? Right to, in in the time between taking power to to demonize the the current Weimar Republic. It was right back then when he was taking over Germany. It was the Weimar Republic, and it's everything that the GOP oh, yeah, is yeah. trying to do to the United States right now. It Every is. fucking it thing, is. dude. Ban books, take people's whites race, scapegoat Jews. That's exactly what he did, right? Just like they're doing to to transgender people. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how people don't see it, Ruth. That's all I'm saying. I really don't either. I mean, I honestly do not. It's baffling to me. So no time for Jeopardy. Is that what you're saying? No, it's yeah. gonna be a hard cut off. Oh, come on. Yeah, I'm dead serious. Movie you're night. Already 10 o'clock, you're already in now, so you've got to stay for Jeopardy. Too late. Got to go. Hey, are we doing a Saturday show then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I plan on All a right. normal show this weekend. 
All right, folks, this is Double C saying, ow, ow, ow. Thanks for joining us for the special Thursday show. Ruben saying, ow, ow, out. All right, Ruben. Trump. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Go. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.